This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, Emily just put her headphones on and she she put them on from the back of her head and brought her whole hair forward. And it did remind me of uh, when Nick Berry was a heartthrob on <laughs> EastEnders. Oh, and he used, yeah. Remember that fringe that... It, it looked like people could shelter under in rain. <laughs> it was around the time he sung Every Loser Wins. Every Loser Wins. Not true, yeah. sadly. No, true, totally. <laughs> uh, totally not true. No. He used to live, I think he lived next door to uh, Paul McCartney and Heather Mills on the beach at... Um, there was a little patch I mean, of houses. I mean, in homes, we should say. There was, um, there was um, Norman Cook and Zoe Ball, and there was um, the McCartneys, and there was uh, Nick Berry. Are you sure this wasn't an episode of Stella Street? No, no. Yeah. This was, uh, it's, I mean, they're, they're very... They're, they're fabulous, um, fabulous. Well, actually, Al, Wixie, as I believe his character oh, yeah, Wixie, was called, yeah. <laughs> Wixie oh, was yeah. a big fan of the double denim, Al. Was he? Yeah, he. And then he, I think he he was uh, he was in heartbeat. He went from heartthrob to heartthrob. That's right. Anyway, that's Nick Berry's career <laughs> summed up here on Absolute Radio. We're a um, fan of a late review, and nothing's changed. Indeed, I was. Um, I, when I get up on a Saturday morning, no one else is up. Obviously, because it's pretty early, and so I. I'm a bit more freeform in my behaviour in the uh, in the silent kitchen, and I st- I talk to the telly. I, I put BBC Breakfast on, and um, there was an awkward moment this morning. But you know, we, we last week um, does Mike like sport. We discussed whether the oh, Mike Holly's yeah. there like sport. Um, this morning, one of the presenters asked him a quiz question about tennis, and I thought, oh, that that is out of order. And poor Mike crumbled. Did he? Oh, Bang. man. You know Mike follows him. us now. You can't... Um, yeah, I, I noticed him in my rearview mirror the <laughs> other morning. Jogging. Uh, no, he was sitting in a car outside my house drinking from a styrofoam cup. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I thought that was that was out of... I mean, I'd never do that. To, you know, it's, that, that is the classic hospital pass as, as football yeah. fans. No. Yeah, yeah. But this morning... Um, I was watching Mark Commode do his um, film reviews, right? Mm. And I started talking to the talking to right, Mark Commode. You've got Kermode. to go, Mark Commode. Okay, Mark Kermode. He gets upset. I was talking to Mark. I was watching Mark. <laughs> Kermode, I was talking to him, and what I thought is Mark Kermode. God bless him. And he's a lovely bloke. I met him at the Cornwall Film Festival, um, and he plays ukulele, but. <laughs> if you stand back from it on, on your own in a kitchen when you haven't had much sleep, it is that bloke who you meet who start, or that mate who's seen a film and starts telling you the whole thing and you think, yeah, all right. Yeah. And I started doing that. So he was saying, um, 
Edward Brideshead as the um, <laughs> cynical boss absolutely dominates. And I'm saying, yeah, yeah, well, I'll check it out. Anyway, as the family, all right? <laughs> yeah, there were definite echoes of the East European film Mater in some of the... Dire- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and what, it's in the match, by the way. It was like that. I was trying to get him off the subject <laughs> to get him back to normal conversation. Did it work? No. I kept it up for ages. And um, he just kept going, as those people do. Oh, but if you think film and TV critics, that's what they are. They're, they're, they're those people who tell you all about something they've seen. And you're thinking, I don't want to hear this, mate. Do you think his mates say that? Oh, yeah, no, Mark, Mark's seen the new Tarantino. No, I'm guessing, like, it's, uh, he doesn't do it when he's... Uh, when On he's his off days? Yeah. Off duty. But it, it really... Um, because while I was trying to interrupt him and change the subject, obviously I could still hear him talking about the film underneath me. It's very, uh, it's an interesting, you should try it, try it next Saturday. Frank Skinner, Skinner. on Absolute Radio. Mark Kermode was in a band with David Baddiel. Is that right? Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, was it a sort of 50s retro rock and roll? Because I can't imagine Dave being in... I wonder, I wonder if there's a way we could find out. I always, if I if I was if I was um, Mark Kermo, <laughs> just one show a year when no one was expecting it, I would secrete just on the top of my quiff a small model of a man on a surfboard. <laughs> just le- just leave it there and see if anyone noticed it. He should just play that Hawaii Five O very very quietly. Every time he walks around, but I think he's quite a musical guy. I think he's a band's kind, of, and he wears a little uh, instrument on his um, lapel. Oh, you know, well, you know those little bandages with like a musical instrument. Keep music live. Um, yeah, Mark, Mark Kermo there getting. <laughs> That's a... got a few cobwebs on it. That that badge, <laughs> I should think. Surprising amount of real estate on the show, Mark Kermode mm. this morning. God bless him. Yeah. Um, that's my review. <laughs> so. Um, Bread docks. What's the problem? Yeah. That's this morning's uh, texting. <laughs> there's, there's, um, apparently, if you give um, bread to docks, they die. Now, I don't know if this they is have true. It. Pardon? They do take it, don't they? They, they will they, take yeah. it. It's not like they go, oh no, we're not into that. They're no, really into it. I know, it. but I mean, people take heroin, doesn't mean it's good for them. Why um, do they do? Oh, don't tell me they're saying they're wheat intolerant. I, I now, rarely, I rarely throw heroin to uh, to people like I do. Um, <laughs> but, but for years, um, we've been throwing bread to docks. There are still docks. Your witness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> are they uh, wheat intolerant? Didn't realise we were going to tackle oh. the bigger issues today. <laughs> yeah, I think they get. Uh, I think they do get a bit of. Uh, I think it's the yeast they don't like. Yeah. Um, Frank, I've got some denim updates for you. Oh, yeah. Just uh, from last week's show, do you remember we were discussing... Double denim and, and, and denim upholstery and, and all that. The double yes. D yeah. look. Yeah. We've had... Uh, some of our readers got in touch. Glenn Maker, there was a VW... There, there, I'm going to change the tone for Text that. from Glenn Maker. <laughs> text from Glenn Maker. Text from Glenn Maker. <laughs> Text from Glenn Maker. That's the print, that's the uh, jingle for when Glenn Maker sends oh, a text. Oh, I love that. Yeah. 
There was a VW Beetle in the 70s called the Jeans Beetle, which that had might have denim been upholstery. I told you I had a friend with denim upholstery. I think that might have been a Beetle. Like one of those new Beetles that isn't as cool as um, the, uh, the one that, I think, well, the one that Hitler um, supported. I think that's probably what's took the edge off the old model. Goodness me. Yeah, guilt by association. Blondies, um, hairs all over the seats. But yes, I, and I seem to remember uh, <laughs> that he might have had uh, brush denim like panels in the denim. This isn't... This isn't um, no, not Hitler. Hitler. No, Hitler. I don't think Hitler ever... Uh, did, well, did denim exist then? I don't, even, I don't know. Um, yes, it would have, but I don't, I don't yeah, know if he was a fan. Never seen him in jeans. No. Never seen a picture of Hitler in jeans. If you have, no. I told No, 15. please don't. There's not many dressed-down Friday photos of the Führer. No, I can imagine him in, like, in just... You know, those when they wear just dungarees with no top underneath. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, being, being followed by a bear. <laughs> but uh, yes, so um, yeah, they definitely existed. I remember that. Um, there must still be cars out there with them. Mm. Well, Sarah Walker has pointed out I bought a brand new Peugeot 205 Junior. I remember those for a 21st birthday present to myself. Oh, you were doing well, Sarah, at 21. Yeah. Oh, I love the idea of presents Wasn't to yourself. You? Guys, 21, getting yourself a 205. Yeah. High up <laughs> on its selling points. Yeah. Denim look seats. Now, the key is in the detail here, Sarah. Denim look seats with rainbow stitching. Yeah. Wow. I loved that car, 1988. Are you familiar with rainbow stitching? No, I'm not. We'll talk. I thought it was mainly zips <laughs> on there. <laughs> on Absolute Radio. Oh, have I, have I mis- misremembered this? Did you say last week that you had gained five kilograms of muscle during lockdown? Uh, and some and some fat, I think. Oh, I thought you were going to yeah. say, and some. Yeah, yeah, and some. <laughs> no, no. Do people still say that? I hope so. Um, I am, um, because I'll tell you what I thought. I, I went home... And um, we had a we had a roast dinner on Saturday, mm-hmm. and the chicken oh, yeah. was two and a half kilograms. And I thought, mm-hmm. wow, this is half of the muscle that Al put on. It's quite an, it's not a small chicken. Is it pusa? Little baby pusa? No, well, two and a, <laughs> two and a half kilos is, is reasonable. And I thought, if yeah. I if I um, sort of prized open the, the the rib cage on this and then clipped it. Onto each of my shoulders, a sort of uh, like chicken epaulets. Yeah, um, that that would be that would do for me in in one. Help me to to sort of understand what had happened, the transformation. <laughs> well, that's. I've also started to do that. So it's, <laughs> and I'd use other under a cardigan. Well, you no have, you have the wings. I'll take the other areas of the bird. I walk the Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> But I do think I was pointing out it wasn't as um, self-aggrandizing. Oh no, no, as you no! Think. You were, it was I, saying I was... that you were registering more on the floorboards than you used to. Was well, the we point. all are, dear. <laughs> and also, I read an article that other people apparently put on average seven kilos during lockdown one. So I, I still got outdone by people that weren't trying. Yeah, but I like you actually said of muscle, which most people yeah. they just say, oh, I've put seven because putting on. Seven, uh, five kilos of um, muscle is that's a 
celebration. Whereas I, putting on five kilos, full stop, is the course for I, us. I put on at least five pounds of fat. Not Pure you. Pure fat. Oh, not you, never. Oh. <laughs> not you, Mrs Dean. Um, uh, the... Um, I think we're talking about a denim upholstery. Do you remember when the new Volkswagen Beetle came out? It used to have a flower. It used to come with a flower. Oh, yes. That used to sit in the dashboard. Gerbera. That's right. Pardon? It was a gerbera. Was it? Mm. Is it they, what? That's the kind of... It wasn't a real flower, though, was it? it was no, a, but that was very much no. the, the flower of the 90s. If you Google it, that was the, the vogue then, was a single gerbera in a vase... Well, I um, I imagined it would be Edelweiss or some other such German type thing, it being a Volkswagen. But, uh, okay. Yeah. And I knew a woman who drove one and used to add a name for the car. And if someone's got a name for their car, that's it for me. Well, it's second only to eyelashes on the headlamps. I'd rather have eyelashes oh, yeah. because there's a sort of a, you know, the party starts here feel to it. Where yeah. uh, where there's a, the loneliness starts here, if you've got a name for your car. Yeah, so people say, come on, Esmeralda. Yeah, I, oh. <laughs> Let's I was, get you started. I was listening to... Um, uh, Ross Buchanan, my colleague Ross Buchanan this morning, whose who show is on before hours when I was driving in. And he played um, Derek and the Dominoes, Layla, which reminded me of, and I, I know I've told you this before, but it did, I, I got a bit tense listening to it. <clears throat> because if, if you remember, I went out for lunch with Eric Clapton, and he yeah. said to me at one point, uh, don't do that. I said, what? Don't do what? He said, I, d- I, don't, I don't like it. Don't do that. I said, what have I done? He said, you, did you not know you were doing it? I said, I honestly hadn't got a clue. He said, you were going... Under your breath. I said, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I said, I've been doing that all morning because I've thought I'm having lunch with Eric Clapton. But I didn't know I was doing it. And he, uh, Yeah, he did. He wasn't that keen on it. Where was he wasn't. Well, I met um, Anton de Beck and I could not stop going. Da, 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 and he started, he was joining in, he loved it. You've so there fight. you are. If anyone's doing, doing a quiz, what's the difference between Eric Clapton and Anton de Beck? <laughs> that's, that's answer number one. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Don't forget this morning's texting corned beef. In what way? <laughs> corned. <laughs> 8, 12, oh, I 15. Do you know the answer? <laughs> Go on then. Yeah. Go on, you can be our first, uh, our first let's entry. Be, uh, it, let's um, be having you. It's nothing to do with corn, it's a salting process, but nothing I'm not sure why it's called. It's nothing to do with corn? What kind of corn is that? Really? I thought it was like, you know, the corn fed chicken that's fed so much corn, it goes sort of yellow. <laughs> You know that thing? Yeah. Like I was at a publicity event with the page three stoner, Maria Whittaker. And um, she went up to the thing and ju- she said, oh, I'll just have um, just uh, carrot juice for me. I don't want anything to eat. <laughs> and I thought, that's how you do it. That's how you get that. Um, this is before the day of the tanning shop. You just live on yeah. uh, carrot juice and you, you, yeah. your orangeness comes from within, like mm. a Jaffa cake. I think that's true, yeah. you know. I had a friend who got really into juicing who turned a bit orangier. 
Yeah, there's orange. He's, he's, he's having thing. juiced carrots all the That's time. That's what David Dickinson just has Lucozade all the time. That is not true, <laughs> and I won't allow it. <laughs> he's, is he in the, the orange chair still? Oh, I should think he's... I, think so. I don't know if he is now. Who would be in the orange chair? That's No, it. he is in the orange chair, It'll be chair, someone Frank? from um, the Island of Love. Is that what it's called? No, oh, love, yeah. love, yeah, love not Island. Yeah, the Isle of Sheppey. It's the, uh, the Island of Love. The Island of Love would be a much nicer program, wouldn't it? Oh, we know. <laughs> and now we go over to the Island of Love. <laughs> Hi. Whereas when you get to Love Island, oh, she's a bit of all right, isn't she? It's all that terrible. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry, I'll be all right in a minute. The Benny Hill characters on Love Island. She's a bit of all right. So corned beef does not involve corn. I'm sure one of our readers will tell us the exact process, but as far as I'm aware, it does not involve corn. It's a salting process. Is there any other um, corned meats? No-one ever says, oh, I wouldn't mind a nice corned (laughs) lamb. (laughs) You're pushing at the wrong door number here. Okay. Corned beef is... I don't think... I honestly think I've never eaten corned beef. Oh, man, I love corned beef. Alan? I love it. Every week on the Ocado. Now, we've got Ocado in these times of lockdown. When it says... um, There's a section that says meat and there's there's sliced, fresh sliced beef and next to it, corned beef. And that moment when you press corned, you think, (laughs) yeah... Come on, party! They had a meeting about that at a card. They went, we've had a we've had a corned beef order for leafy North London. <laughs> yeah, to a, to a trench <laughs> somewhere in Verdun. Or um, yeah, no. Are excellent there, pun, by the way, Emily. That excellent pun that they had a meeting. <gasps> oh, lovely, Alan. Well, I had really a, I, I got these chickpea crackers. They're very sort of super healthy, and they yeah. come from a place where. They're, you know, they're made by uh, people who are looked at, not treated badly at work, and all that sort of stuff. And I got these things. You they're thickly sourced. You know, they've got little <laughs> sunflower seeds on them, and I had corned beef on them. And I thought this is a fabulous sort of class fusion <laughs> meal that I'm, I'm having. Still, I still love made by people who are not being treated badly at work. <laughs> well, how many companies would, could t- put that on their wrappers with, with no sort of, oh, are you sure about this? I don't, I don't put, my, uh, put my head on the chopping block on this one, Dave. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. There's a pedal bin. This isn't the beginning of a dramatic monologue. Like, you know, there's a... There's a green-eyed, yellow idol to the north of Katmandu. It's not that. Mm. There's there's a pedal bin in the kitchen here, which I've been walking around for weeks now trying to find the pedal. Everything about it says pedal bin. I cannot find the pedal. Do you know the bin I mean? I don't go into the kitchen. Oh. Well, the pet... The, there's a... Sorry, that didn't come, mean to come across quite so Lady Brighton. No, well, I, I go, I go <laughs> I into the kitchen. I do I liked it. the kitchen does area, Algernon. I don't know if it's broken <laughs> or it, or someone made it. Uh, I don't know, I understand, but it's, it's, it's... May I moot something? Is there a possibility that it's actually one of the ones that you wave at? Has it got a little sensor where you just Ooh. wave your hand across it? 
What do you think? Is this some sort of tardis? When I've been, when I've been uh, walking around it um, on my pedal search, why hasn't it just come because I've been there? Well, this absolute don't I think have you need these to modern... hands nearer it. Oh, pedal bin, where is thy pedal? If it's your business, I don't like to meddle. Um, I don't know where that... I don't, I don't understand it. I'll ask the bosses here. Oh. See, no one's in on well, a song during on the a next, Sorry, Al. During the next long song, if you go and wave at it, I don't want you to think if it then doesn't work that I've pranked you, that I've no, sent I, you off on I, a fool's I, I know, errand. I know, you would, a, I know you wouldn't do that. Um, I'll, I will try it. No. OK. It's not in my nature. We all stir Actually, I'll get the producer. Can you go and check the pedal bit and step on it? I see, I didn't really want her to do it. I just wanted to do that joke. OK. I would never talk to the producer like that. No. Um. Frank Skinner, audio broadcaster of the year. Open brackets, nearly. Close brackets. So, um... <laughs> What, what, oh, well, here's the thing. The, oh, here's the thing. Mm. Here's the thing. Gather ye round for this. We get a lot of readers in Scotland, and sometimes we forget them. Well, this is especially for you guys. If you feel like dancing this morning, just do it. Take your partner and swing them around. And let's come back again, shall we? Yeah. Hello. Lovely. Hello. Wait for it, wait for it. Here comes the punchline. Absolute radio, where real <laughs> music matters. Oh, don't believe, you see? <laughs> oh, I see. Yes. I liked it, Frank. Oh, God. See, some people would have just thought, I'll oh, just throw that in, but no, no, we had to get the music Frank, and everything. What was that? That reminds me of that lovely show in the 70s I used to watch. Oh, the White Heather Club. Oh, is that it? Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, it all be yeah, be lots of dancing wow. on that, and uh, it was before it was before people. Jimmy Logan, over... oh, I've just come down from the Isle of Skye. Sorry about the. And uh... it was before um, women all <laughs> sort of tended to dye their hair after the age of sixty. So it was a sea of white and grey. Yes, lovely. The pensioners dancing. Oh, nice. that was the uh, Earl of Errol's reel. If you're interested, I uh, don't know if my family know him. Oh, no, um, Clive Silas. <laughs> yeah. He's golden. Well, he's one of our regulars. Okay. And it's interesting you should say he's golden because he's actually responded to my query who currently sits in the orange chair. Okay. And Clive has, of oh, course, yeah. reminded me, I know we don't have to talk about him every day anymore. Oh, yeah, you're right, Donald Trump sits in Trump the orange chair. Trump continues to sit yeah, in the orange course. chair. Yeah, of course. Thank How you. How soon we forget. That's showbiz. Yeah. I mean, Joe Biden yeah. is, is <laughs> Joe Biden is not sans orange. I think it's fair to well, say. Well, he's, he's not sans uh, hair transplant either. Is that right? That's yeah, okay. <laughs> We're all got chilling. I had a text from a friend this morning who said Joe Biden's had one of his falls. I used to do, mater oh, no. I used to do material about I fell over on the south <laughs> bank, did. and people used to say, "Did you have one of your falls?" Um, by the way, um, Alan suggested that corned beef goes well with tomato in our um, in our mid music chat, and I was just pointing out that I don't really eat tomato except for medicinal purposes. I would never, I have never in my life thought, oh, I could kill a tomato. Do you think anyone has ever thought that, Alan? Your views, please. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'd okay, say... I would say, <laughs> I would like to add to this, 
I like tomatoes, providing mm. they're cooked. Oh, well, that's cheating. I would <laughs> say tomatoes in the food, in the film of food yeah. world yeah. are extras. They're just extras. <laughs> they are not, they are not named. Are they non-speakies? Mm, they're non-speakies. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Read. Radio and uh, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Radio would be quite a good thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like a, a, a radio yeah. that you could, you know, you get it. Okay. Uh, we have a lot of correspondence, don't we, Al, from our our loyal readers. Have we found out we do. what corned beef is yet? Al, do you have yes. any corned beef updates? <laughs> I do have some corned beef updates. I have corned beef uh, alerts on my phone. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Six six three three has settled what I like to call da, da, a family da, da, argument. Da, 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 da. I said, I said I thought it was a salting process. I didn't think it had anything to do with corn as mm. we know it. And six three three has said the salt used in corned beef is a grained rock salt, also known as corns. Oh, Rob in West Yorkshire. So I think that explains it. I tell you what surprises me about that. I think of rock salt as a modern phenomenon. I always think of. Do you think of it as a bit no, no, table no, 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 no. salt yeah. in my youth, whereas rock salt is a bit more, uh, you know, oh, it's like artisan <clears throat> yeah. bread or something like that. Yes, exactly. We've yeah. also. It's interesting to hear people's views. It's a shame. I really hope there was corn involved. Okay. But you know, well, no. as someone once said to me when I complained about not having the right chandelier bulbs in heels, Madam, be brave. <laughs> I what's, a, what's an interesting, uh, <laughs> the most waspish shop assistant ever, who I loved. The most Excellent. waspish waiter I ever had was one of the first posh restaurants I ever went to, and I said. Uh, can I have the uh, chicken a la grec, but rather than the sautéed potatoes, can I have French fries with it? And he said, yes. Would you <laughs> like that in a plate or on, in a basket? <gasps> oh. I'll tell you what's a coincidence. Corned beef doesn't involve corn in any way. And also this morning we were talking about Love Island. The island of love. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Which obviously doesn't involve love in any of its aspects. Frank, what was your theme? You're right. <laughs> so, um, what else? Yeah. Well, Graham... I don't think they can call it Lost Island, though. No, be, you couldn't. I mean, you wouldn't want it. Uh, I mean, there's all sorts of things they could call it that no. they couldn't call it, if you know what I mean. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Graham McGrath. Mm-hmm. McGrath? I'm going McGrath. My daughter and I eat cherry tomatoes like grapes sometimes. My son won't yeah. touch them. Since my wife told him to imagine he's eating eyeballs as he pierced the skin. Oh, no, you see... And the innards oozed fun, in I his like mouth. When, when, when he says um, sometimes, does he mean we eat tomatoes like they were grapes? Sometimes, as in when we're at a Paul McKenna show and have been hypnotised... <laughs> To eat tomatoes, like like those people who eat onions as if it was a lovely juicy apple. 
Oh. <laughs> Nobody surely thinks, mmm, yummy, tomato. Which is sort of like if, I, tap, if tap water could be rolled into a ball, mm. that's, what, that's what tomatoes taste like. Okay. Well, not as bad as onions or any of the allium family. The allium family. Is I it love pronounced that. allium out? It's oh. basically <laughs> ordering a. Um, <laughs> I'm not I've never known this. So the allium they? family. <laughs> um, uh. There's chives and there's onions. There's scallions. No, there's scallions, onions, oh, chives. I was, I, was, I was so looking forward to your and rhyme onions. for onions. <laughs> <laughs> I thought chives, you've got a chance, but no, you put onions at the end of the line. That's why I abandoned ship. Yeah, I mean, don't don't make things hard for yourself. It's a man in life. overboard, Frank. Oh, I was. Oh man, I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Boz, my eight-year-old, was saying that he wanted to phone up Alice Cooper and say pinnocence. And Alice Cooper go, who is, who is this? And uh, it's because he says in um, Schools Out, he said, we ain't got no innocence. We can't even think of a word that rhymes. And Buzz, he doesn't have to say, he say, doesn't say it has to be a real word. What about if you found him up and just said pinnocence? You think he'd get what you were talking about? I don't think he would. Mm. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were talking earlier. I was I was uh, discussing with you my allium hatred. I must say, I hadn't heard the word. What, what is it, allium? I may be mispronouncing it. I do hope so. I, <laughs> I've always assumed, I've only seen it, because it's not a... And it covers all the onion family, as it were. The onions and the scallions. Yeah. It's leeks... There was onions you went on the end with. You would oh, have was been, it? You would have been all right with scallions because you could. You said they probably arrived in galleons. But onions... <laughs> Delivered by David Williams. Ah, yes. <laughs> so much to rhyme here. 048, chives and onions. Well, ow, I don't know if I want to share this one. Do you Go want on. to share the lyric? Is it going to be anything they that... They say I'd rather your bunions. Yeah, oh. other than bunions, is there anything... Nah. Okay, what was no. it? I mean, I think I said bunions, but it got yeah. lost in the wash. Right. I don't want to claim. Oh, bunions. did you? Al? But I wanted something that was, you know, tied in somehow with the the Allium family. Well, I yeah. um, well, Alliums is probably the best you're going to get. I um, did. I said that to me in the bookshop the other day. <laughs> I mm. recently, I lied recently. What? Because I put in an order with uh, HelloFresh. Are you familiar with the delivery company? HelloFresh. Ours are available. You know, the no. fresh produce to the door. Oh, I don't know if they do the corned beef. <laughs> <laughs> the corned beef. You've got the CB run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> CB radio, so you can uh, just talk to people about corned beef and nothing else. Um, I've got one of those cans with the uh, key opener. That's, that's what I used to get my corned beef in. You know, you know the can key, where you put it in yes. and turn it round. Still do. Yes, I do. It's a fantastic. It's also still widely available. At Christmas, at Christmas, you used to have it on the Royal Oak Ham. I don't know if you remember that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do. I bet there was no pig in it. Not a hint of pig. It's probably vegan Royal Oak Ham. Very pink. <laughs> uh, Any anyway, HelloFresh. I had to fill out, sorry, fill in, fill in, fill out as an Americanism. Okay. 
I had to fill in the form and it said, please state any allergies. And I said, I think I might have said the Allium family, it might have even been. I just said Allium, allergy to Allium. Nobody <laughs> who works at... Uh, <laughs> Hello, fresh. I mean, I'm sure they are, you know, smart cookies, but they won't know what that is. <laughs> it's really... not hello, fresh. It's hello, fresh. <laughs> okay. You can't get a job there and go, hello, fresh. Hello, fresh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, are you sure they're not just called fresh and you're just quoting the receptionist? Hello, fresh. <laughs> I always used to wonder whether the man who wrote the tune to "Hello, can I help you?" got money every time somebody said it in that to that tune, but um, maybe oh, not. You know, I met the man who wrote the Morse um, signature tune, and he told me. Oh, I've met him. Yeah, he told me how much money he made. Roughly, it... it's a lot. Wasn't he? He said at the time, everywhere in the world, at some point, every time, every minute of the day, Morse is showing somewhere. I doubt if that's still true. I think now what be what red or black. <laughs> Other than that. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What have we got on the roll this AM? Mm. We have <laughs> ye old oak ham. Justine Mayer's oh, pointed out. Oh, it wasn't Royal Oak Ham. It was ye old. Mm. Okay, I forgot the ye element <laughs> of it. Oh, that's marvellous. And, uh, and that correction came from a text 806 who said, Hi, Frank, it was ye old Oak Ham. And then they add the hashtag, same age, better memory. Oh. So they're, they're not just correcting you, but they're also zinging you a little bit, <laughs> I feel. Well, do you think they knew that um, ye is actually uh, a misunderstanding of a Middle English letter, which I think is called the thorn? And if, it, if it's printed with the... If, if you lose the top of it when it's, when it's cropped, it looks like a Y, but it isn't a Y at all. So they probably said the because it's a the sound. Mm. So ye is probably a complete invention based on a misunderstanding. Good night. Mm. I'm assuming we've fallen off air. Yeah, <laughs> audio broadcast <laughs> for the year and next year. I, I'm already working at next year's nominations. <laughs> <laughs> I, tr I trust that'll be oh, on my show reel. This is a curious request <laughs> from Julie Williams. Frank, will you do your Elton John impersonation? Fair enough, but then she says... I'm till tanding. Hyphen, yeah. I've got tickets for Elton in December. Okay. What, so is this sort of oh. something to keep her going in the meantime? <laughs> this was from the charity gig that he did when he went, I'm till tanding, see what else she ever did. Puss put a set of fire, but I put a set of heat. I'm till tanding. I don't know what happened, but somehow Elton's tongue cleaved to the roof of his mouth temporarily. <laughs> I think maybe he had a piercing that maybe got caught in one of his uh, gold implants. Um, but we'll never know. We'll never yeah. get, to, get to the bottom well, of it. Well, Julie, you've got to say he delivered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, very positive guy. Does he say that all the time to his partner, David Furnish, do you think? Have you put the bins out, Elton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, as the weather, Elton. In fact, it's cold as hell. 
Oh, imagine if life was like that. And then David going on about all the stuff he's produced. How does that taste to you? Does it taste funny or okay? (laughs) Come on, what is it? It's a little bit bit funny. How is your learn Indian in six months going? Sorry seems to be the hardest word. Um... What's okay. What's Home with Elton, ladies and gentlemen. I've been there, of course. Lovely. Have Ooh. you? Oh, yes. lot of those um, Damien Hurst dots. You know the dots? Coloured oh, really? dots designs. He had a lot of those. Is that how but... you refer to them? I that's probably a Damien Hurst. Mm. He's, a bit, he's a bit of this and a bit of that. Did you walk into the house going, and Elton said, Frank, don't do that, please? I probably did. Yeah, he's a bit of that, is he, Damien Hurst? He's a bit this. Would my old son? Yes, very much so. He lives on Gov Island. Oh. All right, Gov. That was rubbish. Oh, still. You know what? I throw it all in. It's what they call blanket bombing. And some of it, you know, hits and some of it doesn't. It's fine. Okay. My missus, other people would kill for us their hits. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. I'd like to share something with you from Gavin Wilmot. Oh, yeah. Do you remember earlier, boys, in the show today, we were talking about cars being named? Oh yes, you remember Al? I think Frank. I think Frank was uh, dismissive oh, of people that have named cars. Like when, the co- when, when the cockerel doth crow three times, <laughs> yeah, exactly. maybe we'll deny you, Frank. <laughs> exactly. I did. Um, I did uh, talk about. I had a friend who had a one of the new Volkswagens. I still call them that. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> the new Hillman Imps, Frank. And uh, yes, <laughs> she had a name for it. Okay. Have I been? Well, um, we, we all do, dear. Have I been reprimanded? Uh, Gavin Wilmot, I've named every car I've owned since 1995. It's not sad. They have their own personalities, especially the road trip cars from both Australia and New Zealand. I've yeah. never listen. I've never written in to the radio before. But I felt absolutely compelled to after your statement. Well, I regards, don't... regards. Now, regards, may as well say, I hat you. Yeah. Um, well, what <laughs> I was... Is it, this Gavin? No, I think say? Gavin Wilmot sounds lovely, actually, from Plymouth. No, that's and... it. Dig yourself out the hole. <laughs> sounds, sounds well-travelled. Yeah, he does. Well, he lives in Plymouth. They're yeah. a very seafaring group. <laughs> Yeah, um, true. <laughs> I um, what I would say about this is, I believe when I said I hate people who name their cars, I think mm. I said after leading Nazis. We were talking about the Volkswagen, and I think that might. Uh, I think there was a technical glitch. Oh, right. I think Albert Speer's mm. all right because he's the nice one. Okay, um, but I think <laughs> I think he's known as the nice one. Wow. Um, Can you not call the podcast the nice one? 
Or Rudolph Hess, the, right, the, the early, right. the early oh. bath Nazi. Okay, everyone. <laughs> anyway, um, look, you know, I'm, I'm, I never said sad, though, because I never used the word sad in that. I only use sad to mean melancholy, not... Well, what about when you went to Elton and said, sad songs, please, so much. <laughs> yeah, but well, I, ne- I don't like the use of sad to mean, you know, oh, that's a bit sad. I don't like, I mean... No, it's not right. a word you would use. But anyway, I, I take it back. I mean... John Pertwee, as Doctor Who, named his car, so, you know, he cannot do wrong things. Fair enough. Uh, bet, bet, Bessie was... Uh, was it Bessie? Yeah, Bessie. And Bessie. as you know, once uh, during a... It was a low point in lockdown, I won't lie. I watched a video of John Pertwee collapsing a, a caravan in 1972. I remember that. And even that, he did, uh, he did brilliantly. Mm. <laughs> Uh, what else I don't know what's happening uh, Shay Cockrell we've also heard from uh, from uh, a gardener let me uh, let me begin 424 has said hi Frank Emily and Alan Allium is the botanical genus that onions leeks scallions chives (gasps) etc belong to Mm -hmm. as well as the gorgeous ornamental flowering bulbs I listen and laugh out loud whilst whilst going about my business as a gardener and then there's some praise that I'll redact yes what what are they called this character I like the sound of it enigmatic actually you don't think he's (laughs) Arkeith he definitely isn't a gardener the, the fence collapsed in our kids' garden and it was he left, of it, it did. he left it flat for so long that the grass grew through it and it could not be raised. <laughs> it, it, the wood it could not be raised. The wooden pilings they they returned to the earth. I mean it was it was a fabulous example of non gardening. Could not be raised. <laughs> Frank Skinner. I like Rachel's contribution. Please, please have a hashtag R Keith section on the show each week. Hashtag could not be raised. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what could not be raised is so. It's it's immensely pleasing. Oh well, I'm glad you liked it, darling. Oh, we've People had... enjoy a turn of phrase, don't they? Oh, we we I we all do. We've had mm. a missive, uh, quite a personal one, Al. Do you want to uh, oh, yeah. share it with the world? It's from... Ooh, I won't, uh, we won't read their first three digits out. OK. But this is from uh, a correspondent. OK. Known to you, Frank, I'm assuming. Mm. It says, Frank, you have an allium next to the trampoline, the beautiful blue flower in the container under Penelope's fig tree. John, John Le Carre novel. It is... Um... <laughs> No, I'm I'm actually um, working for the Russians, <laughs> and I get message like messages quite. I know what it means. Um, it means uh, meet Igor. <laughs> Igor. Outside. Um, Very seventies Russian name. Igor. <laughs> um, no. Um, yes. Well, there you go. I didn't know I'd got uh, an alley. That's from my mother-in-law. I can tell. Oh, who um, the great Sandy Mason? Yes, and, she needs her uh, own jingle, but she. I know the flower jingle. She, I've never recognised it. Um, Play her something for, that to signify Sandy Mason's fragrant. Okay. Um. Sleazy 
seventies nightclub. It's the smell of the allium getting stronger. Um, no, I didn't know I'd got that. But then again, someone says to me the other week, "Oh, I didn't know you've got light switches over here." And I said, "I didn't." So I'm not the most observant of the house owners. I think it's fair to say. Okay. What else? We've also been discussing. Uh, we've also been discussing corned beef earlier, mm. and nine nine five has texted. Corned beef, did Frey Bentos actually mean real meat in a foreign language or was that just an ad jingle from Bob in Birmingham? Was that an advert? Because I don't remember that. Well, Frey, Frey Bentos was the company, um, wasn't it, who made... Who, uh, they were well, the, actually... They were the corned beef um, moguls of the 1970s. That is, what they are. that is what they are here in the United Kingdom, but I think Frey Bentos is a place in South America that Is it? Is it? It sounds like a place in Scotland. Oh, oh, when you said a place in South America, I imagined like a little beautiful bay. So did I. With people. But then it's a meat packing plant. Oh. Oh. I believe I might be wrong. It's been it's been been known before. I'm going to open a restaurant called Shea Bentos, which is just has oh, yeah. corn beef based meals. What do you think about that? I'd be there like a shop. <laughs> See what I also do. Cray uh, Bentos, Cray yeah. themed. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. The Underworld uh, restaurant, yeah. the Cray yeah. Bentos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of one I could have in so oh, I've got it. Anyway, so oh, I use I use corned beef um I for with pasta sauce and mix it up with the pasta oh, sauce and you have a lovely corned beef pasta. Little tip there. Do you really? getting, people who were watching um, Saturday Kitchen have thought, oh no, it's we're better off on the Frank Skin <laughs> for our um, for our recipes. <laughs> This is uh, Frank Skinner, <laughs> nearly all audio broadcaster of the year. Uh, the Frank Skinner Show, <laughs> Emily Dean, Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Yes, that's right. Um, we've, we've had a few people telling us that Frey Bentos is in Argentina. OK. Yeah. You, said, you said South America, didn't you? I think that... Did you? I, I think so, yeah. I think that's I, all I thought right. that's what I thought. <laughs> um, I'd like to bring to your attention a news story. Um, there's, been, there's been a bit of talk about a banner that got put up in Birmingham. Oh, yes. The banner just... It just declares, Sally messed up and she's so sorry. And it's made the news and it's made local tongues wag... I think uh, it's fair to say. Well, I presume you've heard because about it. Because people want to know who's Sally. I'm, I'm imagining Frank's Albinion WhatsApp group has well, been blowing yeah. up with alerts. <laughs> well, it, it's on, it was on Birmingham Live. <laughs> of course it was. Yeah. Um, I, I looked at Birmingham Live and there was a thing saying an enormous meteor <laughs> is heading towards the earth. And I thought, this, 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 what, this is local news? <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> yes, it's in a pl- an area called Great Bar. Are you familiar with that? Oh, yes, my auntie Lorna lived there. And oh. uh, she was the only one in the family who, um, who could knit with uh, pictorial elements. So she'd oh, do you a jumper good. with a vintage car or something like that on. 
No one else oh, had the I imagine skills. in your Birmingham I imagine in your Birmingham drinking days a place being called Great Bar was quite confusing. <laughs> yes. Mm. It is double R. Um I saw it. Bar. Can I ask a uh a question about the area, as I believe you're familiar with the locale. I, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say when people turn around the corner and they can just see the sign Great Bar, do they for a second think they're approaching the Great Barrier Reef? No. Oh. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> I was going to ask you, why did I see it referred to elsewhere as Perry Bar? Well, Perry Bar and Great Bar, are not they're not the same bar, so that was an error. OK, fine. Perry Bar, I used to go to um, the Polly in Perry Bar, also a home of a rather nice dog trek. Lovely. I don't know okay. what's happened to dog treks. It doesn't happen anymore. I think You've got to whip it out. Any news on the dog trek <laughs> circuit? Yeah, she's not very, uh, she's not very dog tracky. No. She's, she's more like gluten-free and um, not very keen on a walk these days. Oh, I what? think the dog track is considered a... Very cruel. Is it really? Oh, oh is it? That a certain party thing. Yeah, I think uh, it's considered a slightly... What about the hair? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so, but... Sally messed up She's So Sorry with mm. a kiss. Yeah. The question being posed, Al, was it not, was, was yeah. this from a remorseful Sally or from mm-hmm. someone else? Oh. Alluding and... to Sally's poor behaviour. But why and further would they... questions, of course, is is what Frank... Sally's poor behaviour. What would she be so sorry well, for that would require banner? It didn't. Frank occur... Skinner had a question here. It didn't occur to me that it, it was written by anyone other than Sally. So what what does it say again? What it says is this. I will repeat it once. Okay. Sally <laughs> messed up. She's so sorry. Okay. Do you think mm-hmm. it could have been written by John Burko? <laughs> it's a sort of a general <laughs> statement to the British public. <laughs> that, it'll, it'll all come out in the it wash. It could have been Wurzel Gummidge. Oh, yummy little Aunt Sally. Oh, good point. Yeah. Could have been the Salvation Army fessing up for some dark secrets that have been unearthed. I would say unlikely also in Wurzel's cage, because I think Wurzel was sort of borderline illiterate. Oh, harsh. Well, I think you've got scarecrows. Where do they don't... It's not their fault, Frank. I'm what? not judging them. But you're judging them on... But, I mean, they don't <laughs> where normally... where would they learn to read and write? Well, where do they learn to speak <laughs> and walk around? Where the dogs learn, <laughs> in cartoons. OK, well, I'm sure... I, I, I don't remember um, Wurzel ever reading. Anything. Well, there you go. Um, I. Uh, what do you think? Do you? Because could I, it be a reference to Dunkirk? I think that was a Sally <laughs> that was messed up. Sally being a military operation, you see. <laughs> I thought it was actually that was rather clever, but sometimes one one thinks this is clever and never really believes it's funny, and you think. <laughs> Well, on this occasion, I'll sacrifice funny for a little, a little bit of clever. We'll move on to funny again and everyone will be fine. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, Sally messed up. Yes, a lot of people have made the connection with the Oasis song. Oh, I see, yeah. Yeah. How I interpreted it as using my... Razor sharp, Holmesian brain. Mm. 
it's always the detail you have to focus on, boys, okay? Yes. So I would say, Sally messed up, she's so sorry. What I focused in on was the kiss. Yeah. That led me to believe that it was from Sally personally, because it's a personal sign-off, the kiss. Hmm, that's good. That's good sleuthing there, Emily. It's also quite a moment in 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 an argument Mm. when the person who finally apologises puts a kiss on when you've had an exchange of, say, ten texts without kisses. You know that moment mm-hmm. when you have an argument and then you get the no-kiss text? <gasps> oh. I got told off by my partner the other day for apologising too soon after the row. <laughs> what did you oh. say? Yeah, so I sent a text saying, you know, that was... I, sorry, I, I, I shouldn't have said any of that. I, I, re, I, I totally apologise. And um, it was a bit... T- I think um, Kath hadn't quite had time to uh, get fully submerged in the warm bath yeah. of, um, of the post-row. And then, <laughs> then I got told off because she said, I thought that was a preamble to us then talking, that you were going to then come and talk about it. Mm. So it was... Oh. Uh, that was very difficult. Still, it was a very I mean, all-encompassing and not too specific apology, which I think I'll be able to use again. I'll just reset. I like that. And sometimes the acknowledgement... <laughs> Tem- it's a template I can use now. <laughs> just copy, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, on lot, my way. <laughs> a lot of people have a, a boilerplate letter for their company, but you've just got a boilerplate apology. It's very handy, because it did cover all the bases. I regretted what I'd said. I apologise completely. Mm-hmm. You know, let's move on. It had all, all that, all the Sign ingredients. Off, uh, regards. It had everything except the corned beef, as my dad <laughs> used to say. He never said that in his whole life, but I probably will as a father. I like, you know, when they have these stories, they interview local residents as they refer to them, and I like one lady um, from the Great Bar area who said. Uh, I think Sally has cheated on her partner, but that's just my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I love a statement that ends, that's just my opinion. I think if you've cheated on your partner, you've got to go a bit further than messed up, haven't you? (laughs) That's quite a biggie. I wondered, messed up is a term that you see in cryptic crossword clues for an anagram. I wonder if the whole thing could be a cryptic crossword. Oh, that is clever. Because it, that is good. Yeah, because people put stuff up sometimes. You know, in the age of the internet, people are very clever, aren't they? Now they're much cleverer, and they yeah. put it up as, a, as yeah. an event. What's your favourite mm. um, homemade public sign? Eight, twelve, fifteen. I, I like to <laughs> a, a Nottingham Forest gentleman. No swearing, please, Brian. When Brian Clough tried to get the football fans to stop swearing. But the use of gentlemen. There might be, will there be women there? I, I doubt it. <laughs> I like the simplicity, I've told you this before, of uh, Big Ron's full length leather in reference to his coat. Well, it was a sign, was it? <laughs> That's all it said. I think there was a full stop off. Of course, Wenger out was one of the uh, oh. legendary. Can I point out um, to you boys as well? Uh, there was. Uh, a contributor who commented I think it might I'm afraid it, it might have been to the Birmingham Mail um, what's what Sally what you done Bab and someone yeah. said crashed his car uh, the reply said no nah, mate women don't apologise for that they say claim it on the insurance 
Wow. <laughs> and um, so did how, how did they manage to comment on something that just happened in 1972? <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Boys, you know, we've been talking about naming your car. We had Frank yeah. suggesting... He never said sad. No, I never I repeat, said sad. That is not a... I see the thing with me is I don't like cars. I don't even like my cars. I don't have any emotional Your car attachment. Looks nice, though. Yeah, it's a, it gets me around, but I have no emotional attachment. Well, I to get cars. around, round, round, round. I get around. Did you say that when you saw Ron yeah, Wilson? I did when I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, please stop singing our song. It's yeah. <laughs> no, I've never had lunch with Brian Wilson. I imagine it would be uh, Elton John told me that he went to Brian Wilson's house. What a fiery Bri- character! And I Brian mean. Wilson had a room with a massive. Like a sand tray in it, like a cat, um, <laughs> with a piano in the middle of it, because he liked feeling sand on his feet when he was writing songs about surfing and the beach and all and all that. And he said, oh, wow. um, and I'm not one to gossip, as you know. He said that um, he kept saying to Elton, so he'd say to Elton, um, "Yeah, I'm just finishing writing this song. Can I just just give me like 20 minutes? Hope you don't mind." Hope you don't mind. And then he'd say, oh, we haven't got any uh, whatever it was. Hope you don't mind. Hope you don't... I just... He kept doing that joke. Hope you don't mind. Hope... Which is... Sent, sent Brian Wilson high, high in my estimate. You just seem to be cut from the same denim cloth. Yeah. Me and... Yeah. Me and... Uh, me and BW. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, can I share with you boys... Uh, what was I? Oh yeah, I was talking about. Uh, we were talking about cars being named. Mm-hmm. Stuart oh, yeah. Brown from Little Downham in Cambridge. Okay, has contacted us. That's the sort of place a football referee would come from. They often come yeah. from places with two names. It's very Mike. They're Dean. in places like Leicestershire or stuff like that. Trey Mike Dean. Mm. Uh, Stuart says this morning, everyone. Just to let you know, it's a requirement for all Tesla owners to name their cars. The name appears. What? Hold up. The name appears on your mobile, on the web portal for your account, and on the dashboard. The forums are full of people sharing their Tesla names. Should I say Tesla or Tesla? Al, this feels like your area. I, I like to call it I Steve. Sh- okay, Steve. My first Steve <laughs> was called Star Lord. Okay. Star Lord. And my current one is called Yondu. I've never named my cars before. There are lots of very imaginative names out there. It's actually quite fun, but a little bit sad. Star Lord. Why is so highfalutin? Why are the names like Star Lord and Xanadu? Why aren't they stuff like Stephen Barry? Mm. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, Star Lord suggests a certain formality <laughs> between driver and car. Do you know Star Lord? It's it. Oh, I'll tell you where have I parked, Star Lord? <laughs> <laughs> it suggests a, a regional sci-fi that never went to full series. Yeah, but that's yes. some of my favourite stuff. <laughs> I realise I've just described your fantasy night in. And what was the other one? Fondue? No, Frank, Yondu. Yondu. Oh, you say that as if it was a million miles away. It's probably based on a misreading of the Middle English. 
Anyway. <laughs> Very uh, fine. Very fine. The other plate that we have spinning is uh, is the um, Sally. Uh, oh, yeah, Sally. Sally messed up and she's so sorry. And I think a lot of people are assuming that Sally has been, you know, in some nefarious activity like adultery. But oh, no. what if it's smaller? What if she just didn't use a coaster? Exactly. It could. I, it won't be anything big like um, uh, another person. You wouldn't apologise for anything that major, would you? On a roadside. Well, I've got another Sherlock theory about this. Well, okay. What's what? the best apology you've ever given or received? <laughs> At twelve fifteen. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. We've been discussing this morning, well, as you say, our various plates spinning. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey H. Wode. Oh yeah. Has referred to. That sounds like Jonathan Ross giving directions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, carry on. Telling Jeffrey Chaucer which motorway to go on. Uh, he has been talking about signs, you know, pieces of memorable... How did you... Signage, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Amateur uh, signage. Uh, sort of homemade public signs, I think I called it. Give peas a chance on the M40 southbound. Oh, I've never seen that. I think I might have seen it, actually. Yes. Okay. okay. I like it, though. Mm. And um, 621 has contributed. A cafe near me had a sign saying... Freshly made sandwiches, and that's sandwich apostrophe S, and they add wrong on so many levels. Yes, or well, the apostrophe, of course, is a is a, a tremendous villain in public signage. I think it's fair to say. Mm. Peas takes I... me back to an earlier request I made about whether whether bread kills ducks. Because no. near me, they. Uh, I'm afraid that one hasn't taken off in the way you know. No, no, and they suggest uh, near me, where the docks live, that you throw peas into the water, which of course sink immediately. Um, so I, it's all very confusing. Cat Otterhan says, in the lie in the Black Country, down the lie. There was a large crude piece of graffiti. Oh, Don't worry. Yeah. When we say okay. crude. I believe mm-hmm. what Cat means is sort of fashioned in a rather rudimentary way. Okay. Yeah. None of your blue stuff, which simply read "Support your cinema." It stood for decades that and is... became a local landmark. Do, does Frank remember it? I don't remember it, but that is an excellent thing, <laughs> isn't it? It's so <laughs> fabulously unexpected in a piece of public graffiti. <laughs> Support your cinema. <laughs> Was Mark Commode seen leaving the area <laughs> with a large paint pot? Caught red-handed. Exactly. <laughs> Saying, I remember in the scene in Cinema Paradiso. Yeah, yeah, but um, what about... How's, um, how's that car going of yours? I now realise that I will never be able to buy a Tesla because I'm not prepared to give it a name. Well... Good lad. We've had a number of people contacting us about that being a reference to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, no, I have to say Guardians of the Galaxy is one of... I only am familiar with them through the Avengers films. I haven't watched their own stuff. And although they were an impressive group and highly comical, 
I couldn't have named any of them, so I, I hold my hand up on my um, lack of Guardians of the Galaxy knowledge. Yes, yeah, well, check it's... Out the movie. Shout out to all the people that have called us ignorant for not getting it. <laughs> I think, to be honest, that's fair enough. I feel, yeah. especially as I've seen them in, like, like I say, the Avengers um, yes. things, I, I should have got that, so um, I apologise. I shouldn't have. And I think also, I think anyone who gives their life to uh, protecting a chocolate bar... Mm. Yeah. Um, should be uh, <laughs> Christ. They have actual guardians, the galaxy. Yeah. Do you still get a galaxy? Star-Lord and Yondu, Frank, so. sound like a type of shoe available at Shoe Zone. We've got the Star-Lord <laughs> in a size yeah. nine. <laughs> yeah. No, the Yondu we've a only trainer. got in a maybe foot a, in a wide. Uh, maybe a trainer, <laughs> that would be. A pair of Star-Lords. Yes. Okay. What else is uh, What else is pouring in? Well, the um, the article in question about Sally's sign mm. uh, mentions a lot of the neighbours saying, "Oh, there's nobody called Sally that lives around here," and that impressed me greatly because that means that those people think they know the names of all of their neighbours. I think that is that's possible in the West Midlands the way it isn't. Um, certainly down in London. Do you guys do this where you know some of your neighbours' names and the other ones are given nicknames? Like I oh, used to live tell on a me about it, yeah. <laughs> and a bloke wore a corduroy kind of trendy, uh, almost um, uh, rock and roll hat. He was kind of an indie pop dresser. And so I called him Mr. Rock and Roll in my head for the okay. full three years that I lived he on the same street. wearing what they used to call Jeremy Corbyn's communist cap. <laughs> it was very similar to that. Yeah, it was very similar. I remember him saying, well, it, it's, it's not a communist cap, it's just a cap. It's in a terrible sort of upset way. <laughs> Don't let him get to you, Jeremy. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Have you noticed there's no full stop on the uh, Sally sign? No. I, I did spot oh, that, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what she's sorry for. Well, that'd oh. be a fabulous... The inter if she put up a <laughs> sign apologising for a fault in the actual sign, it'd be like one of those Escher oh. paintings where the stairways yeah. all disappear into each other. Yeah. Or could she be indicating that there's more to follow, that the sentence continues on a different oh, banner? Oh, yes. It's actually running a commentary on it modern living. It would be great if a new, someone else could do that. Someone else could uh, take over the banner thing oh, and, yeah. and put up a, a sequel. You see, I nice. also, my assumption was that the reason it had been posted on the dual carriageway... Mm. Curious location in many ways. Well, I'm sure mm. it's someone going to work that way, which she wants to see. Who? Why? Presumably because they have blocked Sally from their contacts. Yes. Oh, she has yeah. no other way of communicating with them. Well, or maybe they work, work here. Anymore, maybe though. they work at Absolute and she doesn't want to pay 50 <laughs> pence for a text. Good point. Good point. Well, some of our readers, fortunately, are prepared. Oh, God. Good on them. Yeah. It's all put to good use. Mm. It pays us. Including Al. <laughs> uh, we have... Well, we have a few, don't we, who've got in touch? Yes. In including... Um, we have Natalie West, who has some bread news. Oh, it's good. It's not that bread kills ducks per se. Oh. But they good eat the bread se. 
instead of other foods that provide the nutrients they need. Oh, that's like humans. It's like it's like we're giving them junk food. Right? Yeah, it's like when you get the bread bowl in a restaurant and you fill up on that, and then you don't mm. eat all the nice stuff that's on its way. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So bread does not hurt dogs. That's the good news. It just stops them eating good stuff. I'm I'm really and zero. No, go on. Zero nine seven has contributed on the for graffiti uh, and signage, local signage. Hi, Frank et al. On Chelsea Bridge, there is still a poor quality graffiti that asks, who shot JR? <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> Tremendous. Oh, I don't want to know. I do know. Of course I do. Yeah. But, in <laughs> fact, maybe I'll paint it um, on Albert Bridge, the next one along the river. <laughs> OK, so anyway, well, we, I, I feel this is a thing that we... By this time next week, Sally will have been... Um, named and everything would have been sorted. The worst thing that could have happened for Sally, I think, is to get a text or something, say if it was the, you know, the husband, a text saying, let's just forget, you know, don't worry about it, let's just forget <laughs> it. When you've made a massive big sign to apologise, that would really... Yeah. I'd be frustrated about that. We have some breaking news just in from a member of our team, Frank. Have they found Arge again? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only news we ever broke in 11 years of this programme is that Arge, the missing reality TV show person, had been found. That was it. That, that was my big. hold the front page moment. Mm-hmm. No. Instead, we have uh, Sarah, our show producer, has just revealed that uh, Father Sarah... I think we should share his name. Are you old, happy to share Old Man Bishop. Old Man Bishop. Old Man Bishop. Archie. Archie, is he called? No. Oh, I, I don't know. I he was known as Archbishop. I don't know if Old Man... I think Old Man Bishop will do. Yeah. Old Man Bishop. Old Man Bishop. <laughs> he can use that as his ringtone if he yeah, wants I'm, to. Yeah, I'm sure he won't. Uh, old Man Bishop, who yeah. won't be using that as his ringtone, no. has a Tesla. Yes. And he has a name. And he has told us that name via his daughter. It is Mistral. Yeah, Mistral, as in Mistral. Um, the as wind. That wind. I was once Mediterranean. Wind. I was once holidaying in Marseille, <laughs> anticipating warm weather, and the Mistral arrived, and it became oh, overcast. No. Anthony Burgess. Yeah. In the studio. <laughs> um, so yeah, three days in Marseille, killed by the Mistral. So thanks a lot, Archie, for calling it that. Archie didn't call it that. Andy's not called Archie. He did call it that. You get to name your own Tesla, don't you? Oh, I thought he was yeah, given he must that. Have by El- I thought Elon gave you the name. No, Elon has changed his name, no, hasn't he? So. Of course he had. He's, Elon- he's, got, he's trouble. No, no. I thought this week I read somewhere that Elon Musk is calling himself Mister Safe Car or something. <laughs> Honestly, Mister Planet, Mister Planet Safe Car. So- <laughs> Honestly, I'm not making that up. We'll find well, out for good. next week. Yeah, yeah, Elon. Okay. We're going to call the uh, the scandal around that change Elon Gate. <laughs> okay. Oh, very good. Oh, I like I that. I feel we've ended in the right sort of place. <laughs> and uh, thank you for listening to us. And if the good Lord spares us and the Greek and the Creeks don't rise, <laughs> the Greeks can do what they have a mind to. And the Creeks don't <laughs> rise, then. Um, <laughs> 
We'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.